0: Hi y'all, Mikey here. I just wanted to say a quick thank you to everyone for coming back for another episode of KnuckleBones. We're nearing the end of recordings made with cheap mics and lots of nerves, and as our intrepid gang progress in their journey, the four of us get far more comfortable. A little too comfortable sometimes. Anyway, all of this is to say, we know your time is valuable and there's a lot of content out there, so thanks for lending us your ears and giving our humble little pot a chance. We've got lots more fun in store for you and plenty of room to grow, so stick around, won't you? In the meantime, please enjoy Symphony Saga, Episode 4, Red Leather, Mummy Leather.
1: Previously on Knucklebones.
2: Our scrappy gang finished up their conversation with Shevlin in the tavern at Dawn's Maw, and led by Sir Otis Thatherton, made their way through the marvelous city of Madrigal. They made their way through the upper districts and towards the castle, where, after a brief explanation to the guard, held palaver with King Ector himself. Otis gave a very detailed explanation of the situation as he saw it, and when the king informed him that his mission to Sirfendal was still to be completed, Otis gave the highest praises to our friends. They were conscripted on site, and the king asked them to head to Crescia, meet with Mayor Sherrington, and find where the nearest meteorite landed to investigate. King Ector offered them weapons and supplies from his own armory, and the crew was to be off the next morning. Find out what happens now on Knucklebones.
0: Butts. Guys, in the dog, butts,
2: butts, butts, know? What's really kicking off is when we start butting.
0: It's just, it's just the natural. Butts. The natural impulse that I have. Guys, while well, we were trying Should to Should be... we start a Badanka
3: co band?
0: <laughs> Stop the podcast, throw all of this out, start this over. First I thought we really I thought we missed the opportunity with the Yodeling. However, now I see the natural evolution.
3: Best best app yet, y'all.
0: Guys, I have to share something with you. just want to give a content warning. that I'm going to talk about belly buttons in case anyone is like me and they fucking hate all just everything to do with it.
1: Okay, so I'm going to check out for, like, until you start waving into the camera. <laughs> I just want to let you know.
0: Yeah, cool. So, Max, Straight up. is that for you. No, okay, 100%. My, my headphones respect. are gone. Good. Okay. Okay, can
2: we talk shit about Max now?
0: No, this is just This listen, motherfucker. This let me tell you something about
2: Max. F- Fuck this shit. Stop guy. it. This Seriously. is too serious. What a fucking tool! Too... Like what a fucking
0: you tool, guys! You guys! You guys! You guys! This is way too serious. Okay, this is too serious. So, I've done a lot of thinking about this in my life. Belly buttons—they're the worst. You, you people—they think that they you, you should poke you in them, and they shouldn't. They should never fucking do it. It's awful. I, for one, have always felt this is just just asking to, for uh, a wayward poke to uh, unravel the belly button and for all of my guts to just fall out right like that's there's no other thing that not could how possibly that works but go yet. on uh, uh, anyway so i was listening to a podcast and they're talking about belly buttons they were talking about this horrible sensation you know with the with the the poking near the belly button and how it just shoots into your nethers in this awful invasive way that Matt's voice enters your ear when he gets too close to the microphone. And the reason for this, now the reason for this is that when we are fetuses in, in utero, uh, there is our bladders and our umbilical are attached to our umbilical cords, right? So our belly button and our bladders, they're they're connected for a long time. waste in waste out so there is a canal there it has a name I don't fucking care what it's called it's a canal that shouldn't be a fucking canal it shouldn't exist there's a canal there that connects these two things now in most people there might be some nerve endings some sinewy tissue whatever however there are people out there who are born with that canal not close up comes out their belly buttons Uh, i i couldn't unknow it i I couldn't it was so invasive i couldn't unknow it and i had to just i had to get it out and so
2: i don't feel like my life has been enriched by that information in any way shape or form. no
0: listen i think it's kind of like the ring except that it's the the belly ring the belly button it's (laughs) the belly button right it's it's like you have seven days to tell somebody about this horrible, horrible, awful thing and just, I, and we need to just, we need to deal with this. We need to dip it in the bud fast so that people stop. Just, they just, they stop pushing people's belly buttons. Stop it. Don't do it.
2: I am of the firm belief that there is never an appropriate time to poke somebody unless you are trying to prompt a fight. And I think it's as simple as that. When is it appropriate to poke some It's not. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're poking in what the belly, if... poking on the shoulder, poking on the face, poking on that. Like if you poke me, my reaction is like, oh, we're going to throw down. Okay. It, it is a weird
3: thing that we sort of consider culturally ubiquitous that like, I don't think anyone likes. No. Like, because there are, yeah, there are certain people that I like it when they touch me and a poke is like one of the least ver- desirable varieties of touch it's not particularly yeah. like sensitive or intimate or reassuring or any of the like positive things you get you know what i mean it's just like jab later bitch and it's like well yeah, we're big. doing that all, like all it is smack is, me on the hey, butt guy. or something you know hey
2: guy hey guy yeah. and, oh. hey guy i
1: i want to speak on behalf of those who don't hate being poked um i bet i could poke you
2: till you fight me and <laughs> uh, let me ask you this
1: though <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i bet i you could I bet you could, 100%. And I bet I it could would poke take you exactly if you wanted to fight me, me. which <laughs> would be one poke. Uh, but I also bet that I could poke you in a disarming way. And OK, oh, but She's can, can ex- you ex- do me. it
0: without?
2: Uh, <laughs> Wait a minute. Can you, Where are
1: can well, first, you do it without? <laughs> butts, 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 so, so I am talking about there is a very flirty way to poke. And I have I used it in my hope <laughs> period and it was extremely... So, I don't I disagree I was, with that, Max? Ho,
0: ho. I was going around and poking, folks.
1: Oh, guys. Yeah. Big time hoe.
0: It's so weird that I... I have never thought this much Damn, about guys. poking before, but it's, like, really bears thinking about. <laughs> so I will just have these random thoughts, like the fact that I needed to share with you guys that's been haunting me for several days. Uh, there are things that I need to investigate, and,
3: uh, I, <laughs> I just like that, uh, the order of those sentences, like those things that have been haunting me for days that I need to, <laughs> I need to investigate.
0: I got something
2: else for you guys to investigate if you're interested. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All
2: right. Do you guys, do you guys want to play D and D? Okay. How do I reach so, this meteor? Uh, you know what we haven't done in a little while? We're, we're, we're zoning in on episode number four here. I don't know if you guys are aware of that. We haven't really done any introductions of the players or their characters in a little while, maybe since episode one. So, Matt, why don't you introduce yourself and your character? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm Matt. Uh, my voice sounds like this,
3: since you can't see us, that's how you can tell that I'm the person that I claim to be. Uh, and of course, <laughs> I am the the brains and the um, just raw sexual energy behind Gaultier de uh um, And yeah, I mean that's that's what I'm here. That's what I'm here to do. You know, here to do that
2: with you guys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Shaping up to become himself an oath knight these days, huh? We, I, uh,
3: mm-hmm. It it does appear to be a heading that uh, direction, of course. Whatever the king needs, he will get from his loyal
2: servant. Uh,
3: and, and all of us here in the uh, clandestine mole. Uh,
2: Max, do you want to introduce yourself and your character?
1: Hi, I'm
3: Max. You're
2: fired. Oh, this is my You're fired. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's okay. Uh, hi, I'm Max. Uh, I am playing Lizo's Throvichel. The uh, wonderfully confusing and always In a word, gorgeous. Uh,
0: Changeling
3: guard. During your introduction, you don't also compliment your own hotness,
2: then you're breaking the chain. I just want to point that out.
0: Okay. okay, We're two for two. Don't fail us now. Okay. Mikey, do you (laughs) want
2: to introduce yourself and your
0: character? Um, Hi, I'm Mikey, and I'm a hot piece of ass. And my character, Babbitt the Burbitch, is. (laughs) A oh shit did I do it wrong?
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, it couldn't have been better. It couldn't. <laughs> oh,
0: Good. I mean, honestly, I don't even think I know anymore. I'm I'm so Twitter-painted. Um, no, hi, I'm Mikey, and I play Babitha Burbage, who is a gnome artificer, and her sidekick Klaep, who is a grun spellcaster, who who is also a hot piece of ass.
3: Ooh ooh, that juicy frog ass. <laughs>
1: If there's anyone in our party who knows how to sexually poke,
0: it's fucking Blep.
1: <laughs> it's Blep.
2: That's icky. Your face, Yeah. Is icky.
3: I, all all of that sounded like it would not be <laughs> most, <laughs> flirtatious poking.
0: No. I, uh, but hey, I, don't I, question I, the mask. Hard pass. You know. How hard pass?
2: <laughs> well, all of my friends. My name is Nick. I am your narrator. I am your DM. I am every other character in this world for better or for worse. I would like I you like to it. now say
3: that sentence immediately following my previously favorite sentence that you had ever said. If you could just from now on introduce yourself as, hi, I'm Mikey and I'm a hot <laughs> piece of ass and I'm thinking of investing in a mouth harp.
2: <laughs> Do
0: it. I, okay, you know what? I've been putting out some job applications lately and I think the problem is that needs to be the headline on my resume and cover letter. LinkedIn Holy status shit. updated. <laughs>
3: If I, if I got that resume to review at work, I, it's one of the, like, for sure you're not getting a job, but I'm calling you. you know what I, mean? like, I, I have to meet this person.
0: Oh, that
1: <laughs> Skills.
3: Hot. hot. Mouth heart Question mark? Unclear. Question I haven't invested <laughs> in one yet.
1: Under marketing responsibilities, it's just, like, Owns Wait, can harp.
3: someone explain to me what a mouth harp is? I don't think I know what it is. It's one of these things. These oh, it's...
0: Wasn't that clear? <laughs> you know.
2: Stepping through the immense gate that is dawn's maw, the rising sun shines bright in your eyes. Where normally you'd see street vendors, buskers, bards people shouting here and there for one another. As I have previously stated, Dawn's maw is eerily silent. You do see a few people out and about, a few vendors hoping to make a few coppers this morning, but nothing like what you know the maw to be. You guys geared up in the king's armory and you made your your way out of town the next morning. Well, what kind of gear would you have grabbed? Everything that he had in his armory uh, mechanically speaking, would have been uh, fine craftsmanship plus one weapons. Um, essentially, any sort of weapon that you could have conceived of, he had in his personal armory. Um, Babatha, would there have been any any small weapon or great sword? I don't know that you would have taken.
0: <laughs> um, actually, I think that Babatha would have. Uh, Looked first uh, certainly at at potions, but realizing that everybody was equipping themselves would go and probably take a look at um, She's definitely someone that gets a lot of use out of daggers and small knives But she could also she uses currently a quarterstaff just an oak quarterstaff of shod iron on either end is her kind of walking stick and overall staff and If there's a classy, twisty, twirly, shiny, pretty, plus one, you know, like, hurricane uh, quarterstaff, then that would be pretty dope. Uh, Naturally,
2: there is one of those in his armory. Imagine that.
0: I, you know what, I... I'm glad to hear you say that because I had a very clear vision in my mind of what kind of king this was, and the fact that access would be a priority for him really <laughs> means a lot to me. So, yeah, um, Babatha is going to—he to really does take consider everybody. The plus one quarter staff with hurricane attachment that uh, helps her with her mobility issues, which she currently uh, treats with, you know, potions.
2: Corvin, speaking of potions, Corvin did see BLEP and you eyeballing the potions that were up on a table. Um, Looking through them, he informed you last night that two of them were potions of healing. One of them was a potion of elemental resistance to fire. And another one, kind of strangely, was one that he told you would make you grow in size. Oh, I love that, Liza. How about yourself? Do you have any interest in uh, mundane weaponry at all?
1: Can I just get like a plus one He's, bow? Yeah,
2: this is this is like a full-on armory where you would gear for um, if you were going to, you know, duel duel in the court, or if you were going to go on a hunt, or any sort of any sort of fighting or killing, I guess. So yeah, there's there's multiple bows of all sorts of different styles.
1: Yeah, I mean, ideally, I would love the the coolest, most wicked magic bow I can think of. And also, I'm debating whether or not getting a plus one bow is more important, or getting something that will boost my AC is more important. Because as a bard, and as a squishy little, uh. Bard, rogue, <laughs> my AC is not exactly uh, massive. I'm glad that you said so, that because
2: I did not highlight that's where I'm going back and forth armor in here too. I mean, like I said, this is everything for, for dueling, so there would oh. be all forms of armor as well.
1: Yeah. So I am currently wearing just leather armor, just regular leather armor, um, because I can't really do much more than that without doing damage or like uh, doing harm to so my character beautiful build. red so armor? I would take some beautiful black armor black leather armor actually red red might work because then I can I mean theoretically would red leather blend in more and not be as stand outish. i'm just trying to have armor that will not stand out when i, I am i don't think it all changing really,
2: it's it's all aesthetic like characters sort of
0: we can always get some we can always go and you can spray uh, paint it i mean i was going to say that we could make some dye from walnuts but spray paint i could just rub some good. charcoal all over me also great.
1: Yes, I would I would like to get some of your finest leather armor as well as maybe a bow if possible. But I I don't want to You can you can overreach. take a bow, but
2: you're only going to get one plus one item out of this exchange.
1: Well, shit.
2: You, you can take one, but it has to be a shitty
1: one. Um I believe okay, I will take so the Tabitha armor.
2: Got herself some potions and a walking stick. Liza picked themselves up a nice set of leather armor. What about Galtier Desjmeau? So, um,
3: for the it's I'm assuming we're each getting a magic item is what's going on here. So, I would like to use my magic item on uh, what is mechanically a rapier, though. I think for storytelling purposes is somewhere between like a cola marsh and an arming sword um and then i will ask you uh kind and benevolent and, and dare i say handsome uh dungeon master oh I, know. Uh, I could i switch into mundane breastplate it's a lot more expensive than the other armors which is why i
2: didn't start with it uh but that'd be sweet how much does that boost your ac that's what I that's why I want to say it, no to it it, it, it will <laughs> actually
3: leave my ac exactly the same uh, but it will get me out of um having to have disadvantage on stealth checks that's so that's the benefit for
2: me oh. um yeah yeah that's that's a feasible um request like i said there's there's a few suits of armor and sets of armor and all sorts of different weapons it's it's a pretty big armory so yeah you can corvin is there and he's kind of like keeping an eye on you guys, making sure you don't overstep your boundaries. So once you grab one beautiful thing, he limits you to one kind of shittier thing. So yeah, you can do that.
3: Sweet. Well then, uh, Gautier Desiremoe is fully equipped for our
2: excursion. You guys make your way through Dawn's Maw on your way out of the city towards Crescia. A man in an apron is whistling a jaunty tune as he cooks up some sort of great-smelling breakfast wrap, and in an odd contrast to the lack of people in Don's Mop. You have your marching orders, and for the most part, once you get out of the city and on the road, everything really feels fairly normal. There's not a lot of traffic, but it's another bright and sunny day.
3: Do we know approximately approximately how long of a journey this is normally? Like, I'm assuming this is a city that, like, we've traveled, some of us might have traveled to before.
2: Yeah, Crescia is going to be um, to, you should be in Crescia on the short side of three days. So maybe um, late afternoon on your third day, you will be there um, if you make a good pace and time.
3: So, Nick, we, we got loaded up with the armor and stuff. Do did we, did wow. we also have, like, horses and stuff now, or is that up to us to go determine, or did we, like,
2: get totally kitted out? Yeah, you can have horses. Sure, whatever. It's just one more thing for me to kill, I guess, so. Yeah, on, on, your, on your way out, you can swing by the stables and, and pick up a couple of horses. The king and the court is more than happy to help you out because you now have your writ of passage that gives you, basically, it's a free pass.
3: We take our horses and go.
2: <laughs> Gaultier is riding the most beautiful white stall- stallion you have ever seen. Liza is mounted up on a three-legged, scrawny, dilapidated-looking, used to be a horse.
0: Dilapidated. <laughs> That's <revised>. <laughs> <laughs> What is
2: what is like, uh, Babatha riding? I, what is a that? fucking manatee, apparently. <laughs> A floating horse. Okay, fuck okay, it, whatever. Oh I just I just we need to preface this adventure oh. right now. Stop, now stop, hold on. Stop stop stop. No 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 horses you stop. Do not I need have no to hold on stop, this stop. Stop stop stop. I, I, I knew this is where this was going. There is absolutely no mechanical benefit or difference to the stat block in the the DMG regarding horses. There is no benefit. <laughs> it must act as a normal horse. It however does not have legs. If that's how you What have to I see love it,
3: about this It's like, it's like when, uh, you know, those carousels, like when the fair comes to town or whatever. And it's like regular horse, regular horse, zebra, (laughs) Pegasus, fucking dolphin. And you're like, wait,
2: what happened? As this thing turns, it gets weirder and weirder. You guys clip clop and trot your way out of Madrigal. Finally, you guys make it an hour or two out of town no problem. Idle chit chat about how nice of a day it is and the weather. You know how it goes. And. Liza, why don't you roll me a bone? I would gladly roll. Oh, bones. that's going to be a survival bone.
0: <laughs> survival bone? <laughs> <Is this the laughs> I should have specified. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I should have specified. I don't think this is going to work.
1: Ooh, baby. I got a... My survival bone killed it. And by it, I mean <laughs> me. I got the four.
2: You guys are walking your way, having... You guys have a, a good chuckle at one point, and Liza, as you sort of catch your breath, you realize that you guys are getting into an area that is... It's more populated with trees. It's not quite as plains as the area immediately around Madrigal Um, not quite foresty but there is vegetation and things like that something catches your eye uh, up ahead and you you can't quite see you don't know what's going on but something is off
1: do you guys see that I'm not so sure That that looks natural.
2: You just kind of have a bad feeling.
1: I just kind of have a bad feeling.
3: Well, perhaps we should uh, uh, take a stop here and and be a little more careful. I'll I'll scout ahead just a little bit. Um, Nick, can I try to just do, I don't know, I don't know if it's also survival, but survival or perception or something, just sort of like look around? Yep, that's
2: exactly what I was going to suggest. Either one of those.
3: Uh, let's go with a Perception Bone. Uh, that's a total of 15.
2: You see, as the trees are growing denser in your travels to the north, there's one particular tree that's tilted and it's leaning over the road a little bit. And because Liza convinced you to stop because of a bad feeling you realize you can't tell what it is but there's something in the trees there's not you can tell that the foliage isn't moving how it should be moving and you can't make out a shape or a form but there is something off and uh what time of day is this at this point early morning eight eight a.m nine a.m okay so right as we're heading out basically Yep, yep, it's pretty close to town. Well, uh,
3: Liza, I I have to agree with you. I I also can't quite put a finger on it, but it does appear that something uh, is amiss in these woods, and and my, my steed Ozymandias here also seemed to have noticed that there's a tension in the air.
1: Wow, how perceptive of a horse you have. My horse, Stinch, just shat. So that's what now, I'm.
3: when you choose or, a, a fine that's... steed for yourself, and uh Galtier will just produce a horse comb, and he's like immediately combing its mane with. He says, now you have to be one with your steed, of course, and that way you can feel the things that they feel, understand uh, all that the world has to show you, dear Liza.
1: Oh, this miserable beast feels everything I feel. I know that.
3: Well, I I, I don't know that I disagree, but I do think that maybe that's going in the wrong direction. I don't see we have much choice but to ride through. Uh, What do y'all think?
1: I have no... Just then. ...wombs about
2: (laughs) As you guys are standing there, does a nineteen hit you, Liza? <laughs> are
1: you Bud, sure? yeah, I didn't take like <laughs> plus eighteen. Don't, don't leather don't armor. You, I took you love the guy who just like, armor. oh
3: that cool armor that you found online. Like, we'll put it
2: on your <laughs> wish list, sweetie. Then he's like, oh, does this arrow
3: hit you? I'm so sorry.
2: Two bolts come flying towards you guys. You Mid-sentence, Galtieri, the first one clink, clinks off of your armor. And the second one, Liza, straight into your side. Why don't you guys all roll a perception check? While I roll damage for Liza. Four points of damage, Liza.
0: A nineteen perception for Babitha and
1: You fucker Fourteen
3: for Gaultier.
2: Did Blep roll?
0: Eleven for Blep.
1: Okay. That is a big ol' uh, As 10. this
2: happens, your your for Lysa head is on a swivel. You you immediately look around. Babitha, you saw this happen from from 15 feet off the side of the path, these two little trap doors popped up from the side. Two arrows, one from each side of the road, shot out, and they dropped back down.
0: Hold! Everyone hold!
2: I think now would probably be a good time to roll them bones.
0: 15 for Babatha.
2: Okay.
3: That is a 19 for Galtier. Of course it is.
2: That is a 15 for Liza. Who has a higher dex between um, Liza and Babatha? I
0: have a
1: 1. I I have a 15, so 2
3: battle music
2: so we have our order we have our combat Liza's been struck by a crossbow bolt Gaultier has been struck although de- it deflected and he is fine Galtier you're up first and like I said you are able to see where these came from Off to the side Um, of the path in the the tall grass near these small croppings of rocks that are kind of scattered all over. You saw this little tiny trap door open just a little bit. Blackness within. Shoot the arrows and drop back down. It's it's about 20 feet in front of you. Is this a tactic that uh, Galtier would have ever
3: heard of before? Like, is there a particular type of you know i don't know group that would use this strategy or is this just totally new to him
2: it's definitely not new to him but it's it's just kind of like a guerrilla tactic general just uh, bandits in general okay yeah yeah exactly and not even just bandits this would be something that like if you wanted to ambush somebody it's something that you know strategy cool cool uh
3: he will sort of put his shield up and um just charge off in that direction can i close that distance in a turn
2: yeah yeah it's um 20 feet so it's about 15 feet off the side of the road and just the angle that you're going to go at to get to one of these is going to bring you about 20 feet total
3: okay i would like to charge up towards the nearest one and um if at all possible position myself so that like at least from this one that i'm running up to they couldn't like shoot past me they'd have to engage with me um and then i assume it's like shut right so i want to run over there and try to rip it open i guess
2: right right do you want to try to open it uh yeah okay i'm all for it go ahead and roll a strength or you want a strength, a strength, strength yeah i don't know if it's strength Ooh, hey, or a, hey, a do you want athletics a check i think probably a strength just give me a strength or a strength is there just a strength check yeah, you can just roll your
3: strength modifier if that's what you want, but I would, you know, heavily, heavily lobby for any of those other things because <laughs> my strength is zero.
2: Um, yeah, give me a strength check. That would be, I think, the most relevant. That is an eight. Ooh, you you try to pull it up, and you you can get your you can get a little bit of purchase under it. It looks like they used some some thick branches of trees and and fashioned a lid on a hole. And you can get purchase under it, but you can hear somebody grunting on the bottom. And as you're, as you're trying to pull up on it.
1: Whoa, take the shot!
3: Um. Okay. Can I use, you said it was like 20 feet away, so I have a little bit more movement. Can I just step on top of it to end my turn so they like can't come back up?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I will do that, and that's, that's all I want to do. <laughs> One. Ooh. Galtier, as you step forward onto this uh, onto this door, another arrow whooshes past your head. <laughs> and off into the dirt and grass behind you. Uh, you're Liza, it's your Never going to hit
3: me, you dirty brigands. Get him, Liza. <laughs>
1: You don't think I want to get these fuckers who just hit me? I'm in pain. Yes, I will get them. And uh, I'm going to roll a perception check just because um, Liza rolled a 10. I don't know if that was originally good enough to kind of spot the looking. So do I do another Um, perception check?
2: Yeah, you or... can you can do a perception check as an action or you could feasibly follow Gaultier who you know he obviously saw something.
1: Yeah. Would I be able to follow Gaultier and then ready a bow attack?
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you if you see somebody shoot somebody?
1: Okay. <laughs> Basically, if someone else pops out, I'm just gonna hit them before they okay, hit anybody else. Why don't you else.
2: give me a perception check so that I can determine if you see them, and then ah. and then that'll if you can see them, it'll trigger your ready to action. Gotcha.
1: Ooh, nice. 17. Okay. 18.
2: Um, sounds good to me. And the Babs, it is your turn.
0: Willow! They saw me! Take it! I think those were words, Oh, I'm not entirely sure. Um. Now, do I need to roll a perception check to see if I can also see them? Or can we just all see them now?
2: You saw, you rolled like a 19 on your perception. You definitely oh, saw right. both of those, both of the trapdoors Pop up just for an instant, take a shot, and then lower back down.
0: Okay, wonderful, wonderful. So, what I'm actually going to do is I'm going to. Babitha goes, well, all right. Has her beautiful carved quarterstaff with hurricane attachment extended in front of her. at arm's reach and she pulls her hand away from it and it is standing on its own. And at first you might think that, well, it's got this little, these little feet on it. So naturally that helps it a little bit. Um, but then all of a sudden, a sort of ripple moves through the quarterstaff, uh, uh, a ripple that on second look actually seems more like a wiggle. And suddenly, this once rigid oak staff has sort of tilted itself in anticipation towards Babatha, who chuckles with absolute delight and claps her hands and says, Okay, now let's see if we can get this to work. And she shoots her fingers out towards it, wiggles them intensely, mutters to herself, and the staff hops on its four little feet over to the trapdoor on the right, and just as the little guy is peeking up his head to get another shot off, it is going to... Well, it's gonna kick it, sir! And he's gonna make a force strike and uh, try to kick this little guy in the head.
2: So the door is Might closed. Might be a big guy. You can, you, can, you can take this attack to try and break the door, which I like.
0: Oh, percent. I mean, I could and just also ask And then there's just this, this creepy me. ass
2: staff standing above him.
0: Yeah, so that's what I'm gonna do. Is I'm gonna send the staff over to try to antagonistically break this trap door. <laughs> okay. Yeah,
2: uh, you can you can roll the hit. I believe doors traditionally have a very low DC.
0: So that is a 15 to hit.
2: Yeah, that hits how much damage. Oh,
0: okay. 1d4 plus proficiency, mode.
2: Remember to throw your d4
3: across the room as hard as possible. <laughs> oh,
0: sh- yeah, excuse me one moment. Uh that is three points of force damage to this trap door from the Handy Hurricane.
2: Okay. Homunculus. <laughs> These trap doors are fashioned out of, like, sticks and leaves. So as your Staphomunculus kicks it, it caves down and in. From where you're standing, you can't see the inside, but. Um, can, you can't see from your homunculus can you
0: no okay uh,
2: yeah from where you're currently standing you can't see what it what is going on but it does manage to break the door
3: nick did you say i think i might have missed this did you say how far apart
2: these two little like trap doors are from each other the road is about 15 feet wide where you guys are currently at and the doors are about that same distance off the road so they're probably 45 feet apart In a straight line One on each side of the road
3: Okay, cool I'm gonna uh, tape my headphones back together real quick <laughs>
0: Uh-huh,
2: yeah, do that
0: Yep, yeah, that's a Don't <laughs> um, Can BLEP See the guy?
2: If BLEP moves up to the hole BLEP can, in fact, see The guy in the hole
0: Cool. The Pumculus bashes through the trapdoor, and Blub takes that as his cue to rush up. He puts his head <laughs> up to the hole, and the black orb of his eye fills the space that, that was shining in that brief bit of sunlight. And just as the, whoever happens to be on the other end of that is processing the the chilling sight before them they feel a disorienting spike of psychic energy in their mind and uh they need to make an intelligent saving throw for me real quick okay
2: Okay. what's little bluffo up to i got an eight not so great
0: no yeah that's not gonna pass uh, the spell save was an 11. So what's going to happen is your uh, Gaia Arrow, is going to take five points of psychic damage, and on the next saving throw that you make, you have to subtract one d4. but only uh, if you have to. Only if you have to make a saving throw before the end of my next turn.
2: Okay, interesting. That's a Mind sliver.
0: How yoked is Liza? unrelated fans want to know
2: hella yeah is liza yoked
1: like strong
2: i mean i'm interested in what your other liza 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 is definitions of yoked might be
1: i just didn't know if i heard her incorrectly i would say that liza is entirely the opposite of yoked i would (laughs) say that they are just pure egg white
2: just pure albumin um, okay, so what happens next is something. Galtier, awesome. you step forward. <laughs> wow. <laughs>
3: Whoa. Go- Big Sorry, time uh, fucking man. narrative guns.
2: <laughs> I just got to get some momentum going on here. Galtier, you step forward on top of this door, um, restricting its accessibility, let's say. And as you're standing on it, from the tree that is leaning over the road just ahead of you. Another, as an arrow flies towards you. I don't know why I keep shooting you when I know it's impossible. I get advantage. It doesn't matter, it's worse. (laughs) Uh, Does a nine hit you? It does not. That's just dumb, just so you know. Okay, so you see this crossbow bolt fly out of the air from the tree also and then from underneath you, as you turn to look and see where it came from, from underneath you, you feel the heave of the door as the guy tries to push his way up. Um, I'm going to have you... I, I think a contested strength check is the best way to do this. Uh, okay. As, I just don't see any other way to make it make sense where he's trying to break out and you're trying to keep him from breaking out. Okay, um,
3: flat strength, or is it, like, uh, yeah. athletics, like grapple rules? I'll tell you what, it's not going to matter, so just roll a d20. I mean, it might, because my strength <laughs> is, is not great. Oh, actually, it's a good roll, though. That's a 19.
2: All right, I got a four, so. Um, you hear the grunting and groaning from this trapdoor beneath you as the the voice from inside is he's trying to break his way out, but you keep him contained and it is your turn yet again as we enter round number two uh i would like to point
3: out the um uh you said it was it was it the trunk of the tree that opened up or was it like you said it was right over the road was like in a branch it's yeah yeah exactly i want to point that spot out to Liza and just be like there's another one of these dastardly brigands um knowing that she has some some bow skills and then um the the top of this thing that I'm sort of holding down, is it? Um, can I stab through it? That's the question. Or yes. do I need to move yes, it and definitely. stab?
2: No, you you okay. can definitely try it. I'm gonna have you roll disadvantage, um, because you don't really know where you're trying to stab to. But you definitely can stab through that. It's like I described before. It's just made out of like sticks and leaves and dirt. One of those classic trapdoors
3: okay i'm definitely going to uh go like full magician's apprentice on this guy and just like jam my sword through a bunch of times and see what happens
2: <laughs> oh my god <laughs> um
3: okay so with disadvantage um oh god i rolled the crit but it won't matter um okay so the other one is a oh it's plus six sorry guys had to math because of the new magic weapon thing so that is a total of 10
2: Okay, uh, you you do not feel like you have struck true, unfortunately.
3: Yeah, but I, but I did all that math, Nick. Like, maybe just, like, you know, give me a gold star or something.
2: Hey, Matt, you've done a great job adding <laughs> to ten. Aw, oh, jeez, oh, thanks. I used a hole in my <laughs> fingers. Blep is leaning over the hole, looking in at this person on the inside. Looking down, Blep sees the face of a woman staring up at him. Terrified eyes and she is armored in this red leather armor that looks like it was one piece that kind of wrapped around her whole body and another piece that wrapped around her arms like a a long strip of leather that wrapped around. Blep probably finds it very familiar. However, he also sees that this woman is wielding a crossbow two inches in front of his face and (laughs) is about to fire it again. Actually, no, I don't like that. She drops the crossbow and draws a dagger. That makes way more sense, I think, given the circumstance.
0: I did just spike her brain with psychic damage, and so she's a little bit... She is specifically a little bit disoriented right now, so it would make sense if she would drop the bow and then
2: yeah, she uh, she drops her bow and in both hands draws daggers, and she's going to try to strike up out of the hole on her way up the hole. I don't see why she couldn't try to athletics out of the hole as well. Matt, is that as that action economy work out?
3: Yeah, so I think um, I think the general rule is that it's like you know uh, difficult terrain to do sort of like bouldering, not like intense climbing things. And then climbing is usually like athletics checks and stuff, depending on how difficult and what. Equipment you have and all those kinds of things. This, these holes aren't. I assume aren't to get out of all it's hole, just
2: like... deep enough. It's just deep enough to get a person hiding in it. Um, yeah. So I think that the the difficult part is going to be that Blep is standing right over her. So I think she'll be able to make an attack, and I'll roll in athletics to see if she's able to get up and out. So first things first, a nice shiny dagger is going to come at Blep. Seventeen to hit Blep. That hits. Plep, you are going to take three points of piercing damage. Liza, it's your turn. A lot has happened since the last time you took her turn.
1: It's been a whirlwind experience from old Liza's perspective over here. I'm going to say that Liza is just going to run up to one of the locations that Gaultier pointed out, and... Is going to. So w- both of the trap doors are gone now, right? We know that both doors are. The one
2: that Galtier is standing on is still exists, but only for intents and purposes.
1: Okay. So what would be. What would probably be my, my better move here? Doing Thunderwave Wave down into the hole? <laughs> <Jesus>. uh, <laughs> or shooting them once? I think I'm going to do the thunderwave, wave. So Liza is going to how, how just close to casually feet? Uh, 15 feet. Oh. I was looking this up. Uh, thunder wave says a thunderous force sweeps out from you. Each cre- creature in a 15 foot cube originating from you must make a constitution saving throw. I don't think that's a great idea considering that Gaultier would be right next, next to me. If you next
3: to me and shoot your bow at that other dude, I can also do cool stuff to protect you with my shield. Cool.
1: Then I will happily do that. I am going to go up to the edge of the hole and shoot down with my short bow. Liza's just going to run up and go, Get out of the way! The professionals are here! <laughs> and, and just point down with uh, the with the bow
2: because you can't see into the hole
1: okay so that's an 18 and that's a 16 dope would you say that gaultier is within five feet of the attacker yes i would okay so i get to add sneak attack to that so sick (laughs) so 2d6 plus two fuck me that's did you, six did you damage.
3: roll your regular bow damage,
1: though? Yeah. So it's, it's one D6 for the short bow, and then plus another D6 for my sneak attack. And I rolled a three and a one.
2: And the babs, would you like to have your turn?
0: I mean, ideally. Okay, so Bluff was just stabbed, correct?
2: Maimed, some people might say.
0: Maimed. So... Blup has just been struck with a dagger from this figure in the hole that seems to be wearing armor very comparable to that that we saw on the road not too long ago and also saw in the pub. So while he's also croaking out some obscenities, he also manages to shout to Babatha, red leather mummy armor and grum," which sounds a bit like... <laughs> And Babitha shouts, again? And she's going to... uh, So Blep croaks out the familiarity and in that moment also uh, tries to disarm, like reach it, and at this point he's kind of flung the trap door open and is trying to disarm so i guess that would be grappling in this instance so blep would like to blep would like to try to grapple
2: okay so that'll be your strength versus their athletics or athletics in this situation i hit a 14.
0: I rolled a seven, plus zero. <laughs> uh, so, not but quite grappled. but do I? I'm not quite grappled. Do I uh, at least get hands on them?
2: Kind of, yeah. Kind of like swatty.
0: Great. They're starting to feel a little bit nauseous. Now oh, here this we go. Trap hole. <laughs>
1: like hands on a grease pad. Uh,
0: Babatha shouts out, seeing Blet trying to reach in, swat into this hole, which is a little bit uncharacteristic for him, and he's shouted out about the armor. Babitha is gonna quickly relay the message to, remind me where you are, Gaultier, you've rushed up, or...
3: So we're, uh, Gaultier and Liza are both right by the other trapdoor that Blip's not at, so I think we're like 45 feet away, okay. but I think you're kind of in between our two positions.
0: Great. So I think Babitha's going to shout, It's our friends from the road in the red-letter mummy armor! Either we finish them now, or we find out what the fuck they want!
2: Is that the end of your turn?
0: Uh, Yeah, Babitha's going to hold her turn to basically make the homunculus attack if it has to. I think that's what I... I think I can do that. <laughs> if Blood gets attacked, it will defend Black.
2: From the tree that is leaning over the road, you see a rope fall down, probably 25 feet from, uh, from one of the lower branches. And then you see a figure in this red armor slide down the rope and as it reaches the ground, looks over towards you guys and draws a dagger and it starts to walk towards you guys. It's not a far ways off anyways. <laughs> well, if I had to tell you what we wanted, see, what I want is that thing that fell from the sky. Remember that thing? If you wouldn't mind terribly just handing it over, we could be done here. No harm, no foul. Well, I'm afraid
3: anything that uh, falls from the sky is property of the kingdom, and uh, of course of the king himself. you we'll have to take that up with Mr. Blythe.
2: Well, you let me know when you see him. Until then, why don't you just give it to me and I'll go take it up with him? Uh, I think I will
3: look over kind of at, um, or Galtieri, I should say, we'll look over at Liza and Babatha, and sort of like check everybody's temperature real quick. Um, now, of course, friend, we, uh, we were there on that fateful evening, when this uh, mysterious object had fallen from the sky. Uh, Of course, I believe you may have been there yourself, but uh, as you can see, we have already made our way and had an audience with the king. (laughs) You see, I'm a bit of an important figure myself. And uh, unfortunately, we no longer have this uh, shard that you speak of.
1: Yes, do you think that the king would really trust a bumbling fool, quite honestly... Like this big hunk of meat to my right, and that tiny (laughs) little hunk of meat to my left, and the little hunk of meat to her left.
2: Galtier roll a deception, and because of Liza's aid, you can roll with advantage.
3: All right, thank you, Liza. Uh, Just for flair,
0: Babatha is looking like genuinely like upset about the fact that she doesn't have the shirt.
3: <laughs> uh, that is a dirty 20.
0: Incredibly handsome man. I just wish that I had had a little bit more time with him and the soul and the ball. Oh, <laughs> nice.
2: This I'm figure sure. who you sure now much. recognize is also a woman. She flips the knife in her hand and catches it by the blade. Well, I just... I can't believe the luck, the fate, the fortune that we had to run into each other on the road just one more time. It's just a shame that you felt the need to lie to us about it. I think we'll be taking it, though. And she throws this dagger at Babitha. Come on, babe. Oh, give it to me. Give it to me. Uh, Does an 18 hit? I nod vigorous.
0: Yeah, it fucking hit.
2: Four points of damage to Babatha as the dagger flies through the air. What do you say? We could just go on and get out of here, no problem. Um, who's who's next? Is it me? It is going to be. Uh, it's actually the gentleman whom you are standing upon. <laughs> okay,
3: and how how far away is this figure who's come out of the tree now?
2: She is about 20 feet in front of Babitha at the moment. So you can go ahead and do that Pythagorean stuff on your head.
0: He's quite, he's quite, he's quite,
2: he's quite. <laughs> I'm not about to play that game. I think Galtier, like
3: what he wants to do, it's not my turn yet, but what he wants to do is like not talk and charge over and help Babitha. Um, knowing that like, you know, dealing with this like what seems to be a cool assassin lady hand to hand is probably not Babitha's uh, strong suit.
2: Um, Well, the gentleman that's in the ground underneath you is going to take his turn. And what he is actually going to do is he is going to shove his hands up through what's left of this door. And he's going to try to grab you by the foot, Galtier, and yank you down (laughs) into this little tiny hole. Uh, uh, Effectively, he's going to try to grapple you is is what he's doing. Um, Oh my god. Natural one. For what it's worth, that's uh, a three. If or No, he's, he uses strength, so that's going to be uh, a four. So you can try it. You can roll to oppose that if you okay, want.
3: Okay, I, I will counter with um, <laughs> acrobatics. Uh,
2: uh,
3: that's a natural
2: 20. Okay. I thought that was going to be a lot need... more flavorful and fun.
1: Get <laughs> fucked, loser.
2: Um, uh, Galtier, it is your turn. This These these two hands have, like, shoved up through the ground and are, like, trying to grab at your feet. Take the shot! They know we're here! They know we're here! Obviously oblivious uh, to everything else that's going on.
3: Is it... Uh, is there still enough cover that it's disadvantaged if I try to stab this guy below me?
2: I think at this point, because you can see his hands, you can get a pretty good feel for... Uh, where okay. his skull is going
0: <laughs> to be. For a All right,
3: so then your action, action one, I'm going to try to stab straight down at this guy. Okay. Uh, which one? Ooh, okay, I rolled a 19, so that's a 25.
2: Uh, yeah,
3: that hits. Oh my god, where is my damage dice? I haven't hit anything yet. Here we go. Here we go. Ooh, not great. Oh, wait, I'm going to use piercer and let me re-roll this die. Oh, hell yeah. That's an 8 on the d8 uh, plus 4, so a total of 12 points of piercing damage. Wow.
2: That's not great. I don't, I'm not crazy about it. Does anything happen to the one that's in the hole that BLEP is dealing with?
0: Well, I had said that um, Bamatha was holding her action who he acts right after Babitha so uh it was if if uh Bleth got attacked it was going to attack it was going to attack whatever attacks Blef but then Blef was not attacked and Babatha was and so I don't know uh, that that action was technically triggered.
2: It was not. It's her turn right now is why I'm asking if I still got stuff I wanna do. Yeah,
3: I stab homeboy. Now I want to run over and engage the the woman who just come down from the tree, uh, who's n- I, near Babitha. I don't know how close they are, but... Can I make it all the way to her?
2: Um, yeah, I think you can. I think you can just make it. Okay, I will go
3: all the way to her and I will use my action surge to also attack her. Um, nice, okay, go for it. Oh God, and I rolled absolutely terrible. Uh, that's a nine
2: that is a miss she's she's very lithe very nimble and as as she sees you running at her she's able to to dip her way over and avoid your sword and she kind of sidesteps like a lot quicker than you thought she would and she's able to get away and she kind of has you flanked now like no mechanical benefit but just like as a holy shit she's quick and got herself into a good position
3: I will like throw an arm out kind of behind him and just be like, be careful, Babel. Th-
2: this one's Wily.
0: Well, she did stab me, so.
2: Um, the one that is in the hole, get out of here. she's able to kind of hop up and, and get her way out of the hole. Staff and BLEP, if you want to take an opportunity attack, you can as Excellent. this woman basically turns and flees towards the woman who came from the tree
0: sure uh yeah absolutely blep is gonna try to elders blast this bitch 14 to hit
2: 14 does hit
0: five points of force damage uh
2: yeah it kind of trips her up as she gets out of your range she tumbles a little bit didn't you hear them? They said that they didn't have it. Didn't you hear them? They, did, you heard. I heard it away over there. They don't have it. Let's come on. Let's get out of here.
0: Um, the homunculus, <clears throat> speaking, the staff homunculus, just rolled an 18 to whack her upside the head. Jeez. A force strike.
2: <laughs> okay. You guys are just railing these force strikes down. That is a four four points of thing. okay so this woman just runs away from them and she's shouting it at, at the the one that dropped down from the tree who is the leader didn't you hear him they said they didn't have it well come on willow we gotta get out of here it's not worth it Liza it is your turn
1: how far would you say the uh this uh, this woman willow yeah,
2: willow who fell from the willow tree Yes.
1: Okay, so how how far away from you uh, Willow am I?
2: Three and a half feet. Okay. You're at the same spot where Galtier was, where you're 15 feet off the side of the road, and she is 20 feet in front of where
3: and the mm-hmm. the guy that's was in the hole that where yeah, I yeah. was, where Liza still is, is still up, right? I didn't... yes, 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 yes. Yeah.
1: So strung around Liza's back is a drum and a sack of many other instruments. And Liza is going to pull on the sash that has the drum attached to it so it is strung across their chest, basically as like a, a walking drum line, and then throw the bow over their shoulder as they run towards Willow and cast Thunderwave, as they are running and get within 10 feet or 5 feet, so they are 15 feet away from Gaultier and the hole.
2: So, yeah, you're going to be able to get Willow and the other one, um, where the other one was able to stop right next to her friend.
1: Got him. So, I'm going... Um this is a yeah, this is just a save, so both must make a constitution saving oh, throw.
2: Come on. You got a nine and a seven.
1: Damn. Okay, so they're gonna take two D eight thunder damage. Six damage. And they and they are pushed ten feet away from me. Okay. Directly backwards. Okay, so you from me
2: the direction that this goes, you blast them to the right side of the road, and they they fall just off of the cobblestone road and on the dirt.
0: What level D- artificer do I need to be to create a magical musical weapon that uh, can both? Carry a tune and 12. pierce through a man's chest. Cool. Canonical. You heard it here. 12. Twelve. It's your turn. Great. Uh, <clears throat> okay. So. Bowtha reaches down and wraps her fingers around the hilt of the dagger that is pierced. Her, in the side, pulls it out and quickly puts her other hand on top and murmurs to herself and casts Cure Wounds on herself. I rolled one plus five, and And that is only down three, so I am at max health. Caleb, uh, is going to turn his attention to the one who struck Babitha, and reach out his fingers, and from them send another just crackling Eldritch Blast right at her. You monster! That is a 17 to hit? Does hit. Fuck yeah, is on fire. This frog is on fire. <laughs> uh, put him out, quick, put him out. Quick, put him out, <laughs> put him out. <laughs> That's two force damage. Nice. I mean, it could have been 10, it could have been cool, but you know what? I'm gonna take that he's rolling really well on his attack, so I'm not complete. Meanwhile, the uh sorry i'm so sorry the homunculus actually should have gone before blep it's a whole order of operations um but uh it is also going to make an attack on willow right willow is the one that attacked babith yes cool cool
2: cool cool what what is it going to try to do
0: uh it's trying to do a force attack but i rolled a seven so okay yeah, it that's a miss. Misses. I mean, are you sure? Because yeah. maybe. So currently,
2: yeah. Um, <laughs> so Liza is standing just to the left of Willow. Galtier is standing just in front, trying to slash away. Willow looks over to her friend, who is obviously in bad shape, and then back to Galtier and in her other hand is, is a dagger and she she sort of like thrusts it right up to right up to Galtier's face and she says you know i don't think this is really over it just doesn't seem like it's going in my way is it you know what i think i think we'll just we'll just finish this one up later how's that how's that sound to you Thelma we'll get out of here and the other the other girl says yeah, no, I think we should probably go on and get I, I don't I'm not liking this. I don't think I don't think this is gonna it's we're not gonna get it right now. Maybe next time. And Willow kind of gives you a shove. And actually I can't just shove no I'm not gonna I'll take Um Willow Team is Rock going to
0: blast off at this game.
2: Um Willow is gonna turn just just to the north and sprint away as quickly as she humanly possibly can. And as I've described before, Will was a rather quick person. Do we um, uh does that trigger an attack of opportunity for us? Absolutely. From you, not from Liza. Uh
3: okay, I'm gonna um substitute Valtira's attack for a grapple. I'm gonna try to grab her. Okay. I don't want her to get away.
2: Yeah, I like that. I'm into uh, it. Oh, when I roll bad, that's a seven. Okay. yeah, I actually did get it. Um, I got a thirteen to to get away from you. That's a that's a smart move, though. I like that. Um.
1: So considering that, a even though I don't get an attack of opportunity, is it possible for Liza to attack w- between? I have a short bow, so it's not like.
0: So it's not so like what, she is out of range is, have in of one round from
1: me. So she just runs away for the entire, uh, like I just yeah, see her running D&D down D&D the works, road baby. and I'm just like, I won't shoot her.
2: Let me put it to you this way. Wow. If you had to make a guess based on your past experiences in this world and existence, she got a solid 80 feet away from you. <laughs> um, Eat my ass, Gary um, and I guess. likewise it is uh the other girl's turn too and she similarly although limping and dripping a little bit more blood attempts to flee as well was blep in melee with her yes
0: he was well actually okay, no so... she was running away he took he took his attack of opportunity oh, okay. at last round
2: I guess, yeah, this is very Team Rocket-esque, isn't it? They both they both turn heel and book it, and they're able to get 80 feet, and, and <laughs> you just hear them, and they say, uh, one of them, you can't figure out which one. Sorry about your luck, Rooney, we'll see you next time! As they completely just sprint away. Um, uh,
3: so if they can they move do 80 it, feet in a round, we still get turns though,
2: right? Yeah, oh yeah, we're still in initiative for sure. We, we got tricks, baby. You yeah, not count up? us out, yet. Um. I'm not, hey, I haven't. Let's do uh, Gaultier Dejamo, it is your turn. Okay, you so said they both had
3: 80 feet of movement?
0: Yes. Okay, so actually I'm a fighter
3: and I can't do anything. Uh. So I will move 30 feet closer so that they're 50 feet away. I'm gonna chase after them mm-hmm. with my regular movement. I obviously can't close. But I will, at the end of that thirty feet, drop my rapier so that I can free action draw my light crossbow. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And Maybe. I'm gonna try to, um, I'm gonna shoot at Thelma. She's the one that's more hurt, right?
2: Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna take a shot at Thelma. There, there is a possibility here that uh, there's a very real possibility you drop Thelma.
3: Ooh, probably not. That's a, a total of nine.
2: Oh, that's a miss. It flies by just over the left shoulder. Uh, That's it for me. Liza, what do you do?
1: Liza is going to also start running towards them and cast Vicious Mockery. And just be like, You wimps! You wanted to come and ambush us and you can't even kill us. You are such losers. Oh, my God. You are absolutely the worst bandits I've ever seen in my life. Oh, my God. You are so pathetic. Oh, my God. You (laughs) losers.
2: Okay. (laughs) I love this. I don't think there's a possibility that you can take him Mm -hmm. out, but uh, give it a shot.
1: I'm I'm just going to go after Thelma because it's just like I might as well hit one, like, try and kill one of them. So it's a Wisdom saving throw or take 1d4. Oh, that's going to be a
2: pass of a 17. I don't, no. I don't think you could have finished her off. Gaultier had a chance, but I don't think a 1d4 can do it.
1: And then can I potentially give uh, BLEP or BABATHA? Do either of you have left ranged left attacks? Has. Okay, then uh, I'm going to uh, turn to Blep and just be like, "Little one, I believe you can do this. Your terrifying eyes can murder them. I know." <laughs> That's and terrifying. And give a little wink and of inspiration.
0: Blep, actually, kind of you see uh, in a very rare act that is so slight that actually most people probably wouldn't notice but you, Liza, having spent a lot of time with Lep, you actually see the corners of his mouth tick up in just the slightest hint of a smile as he turns away from you, cracks his neck, and reaches out with all his little gooey fangies and eldritch blasts. willow.
2: Bold strategy, Cotton.
0: That is a 15 plus 3.
2: That does hit Willow.
0: Fuck yeah. Blood coming in clutch. And that does 1d10 force damage. Holy
3: shit. Come on. Come on. Hit that 10. Hit that 10.
2: Oh <laughs> that's no good.
0: I mean it's so forcing. You four see, four
2: you, you, you yeah. hit you hit her and it this this blast nails her and she's just so nimble that it hits her and trips her and she just does a full somersault and is able to pick herself back up on her feet. And is still running off. Um and finally
0: Unfortunately, 18. my homunculus
2: can't reach them. So, You guys all notice at the same time, while Willow and Thelma are running away, you hear grunts and shouts coming from the west side of the road where you guys <laughs> originally were fighting the guy under the, under the trap door. And you see this huge hulk of a man who is also wrapped in this red leather, And there is currently, as he runs straight to the west, there is a square trap door dangling around his neck as he's running. And it's just flailing and flapping as he's running. He didn't have time to properly open the door before he got out. He just booked it. (laughs) Similarly, he makes it 80 feet in a different direction. Galtieri, is there anything you can do to reach
3: them at this point yeah i got a 320 foot range on my crossbow dude
2: (laughs) oh okay we're gonna be an initiative for a while gents and yeah if If, i if well it's got 120
0: feet on eldritch blast so
2: yeah if we actually chase i get six more
3: shots you know what i mean like i don't know if you want to just try to resolve that without doing every round individually but if i just chase my 30 feet yeah no i i
2: would love that there's they hide behind a tree and you can't shoot them So then do I gain on them? them That's the forest, fucking dirty. Or... Um, no, there, there, there is there is actually, like, there are trees that they can get um, around. So you are, you can probably take one more good shot at them. And after that, it's going to be kind of a crapshoot.
3: All right, I will. Does it look like BLEP's damage to Willow was significant in any way? Or does she still look like she's top of the game? Okay, no, I will then, up. I will choose to take another shot at Thelma. Oh, God, it wasn't meant to be. The dice are on your side. (laughs) Uh, What is that?
2: That's a a nine. You guys have rolled nines like four times. That's crazy. Um, Yeah, that's going to be a miss. I feel Um, like I got a lot of, like, 14s today.
0: And now I say that, and maybe I didn't do a single one. Yeah, I'm questioning myself.
2: Liza, is there anything that you can do? Magic's baby.
1: I mean, Liza has one more spell and the only spells that I have are left are or the only spells that I can really do, uh that could reach them are Unseen Servant, Healing Word, and Your,
3: your short Shortbow has the same range as my light like, crossbow too. Yeah. And silent image,
1: so none of those really do anything. Um, uh, so what I will do is just attack with the, uh... Yeah, sure,
2: why not? Take a, take a shot. Who are you shooting?
1: Um, I'm gonna say Willow. That is a 13.
2: 13 is a hit. God damn. Rolled in damage bones. Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> nice. 3 damage. Hardy baby. Um how about you Babatha and Blep? I give you guys uh, one more opportunity to hit these guys before they are completely obscured by trees and foliage.
0: Absolutely. <clears throat> so first Babatha is going to use her action to cast healing word on Blep. She doesn't like that. You just got hurt. That's 2 plus 5 is 7, so Blep is back to
2: full health. Nice, good call.
0: Yep. <clears throat> um, and then Blep is going to Eldritch Blast. Uh, seeing that everybody else is focusing their energies on Thelma and understanding that if we can get one of them down, that's I. Uh, better than none and he sends another eldritch blaster away way two I will not touch it you can come into this room I just rolled a fucking nat 20 to Thelma <laughs>
2: <Ooh>. <laughs> oh Jesus alright yeah um, go ahead and uh, roll, roll damage uh, that's gonna be double damage
0: Um, and, um first one is a nine.
2: Oh Jesus. Bra
0: bra bra. Second one is a one, so I do ten damage. Wow.
2: Uh Willa looks back only for a second as Thelma falls and does not get back up. We are now out of initiative and now that you have a second to look around, assess your surroundings, kind of see how everything happened for everybody, you guys see that at the south end of the, kind of the battlefield, the direction in which you guys came, there is this smoking ether figure of a human, and it's standing in the middle of the road, and its jaw is just dropped, and it looks at all of you. I gasp. We'll see you guys next time. Oh, he hit us with the cliffhanger again.
3: I should've known your little eyebrow was wiggling. I gotta get a better
2: cliffy than last time.
3: We're going to play ourselves a little bit of a tabletop role playing game.
1: You can't imagine the type of horror that you behold in front of you.